Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is a show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book I do the review and stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Uh, joining me today is Juliana. Say hello Juliana. Hi everyone. And we are going to talk about a book in a series which we actually started a while ago, didn't we? Ages ago. Um, there's a series called the Vorkosigan series. Yes. The, no, the Vorkosigan saga. Vorkosigan saga. And... Um, we actually and started it, with the kind of the prequel. Well, it wasn't a prequel. Well, yeah, kind of was a prequel. We just I thought let's read this not in publication order. Let's read it in chronological internal chronological order because there's different ways of of reading these books and they're kind of the, all the stories are kind of spread out around about a bits. Yeah. Um, so there's actually two different ways of doing it. One, it's the publication order, which starts with Shards of Honor, which is one of the first ones that we saw. And then The Warrior's Apprentice, Ethan of Athos Falling Free. So these ones are kind of keep switching backwards and forwards yeah. from the backstory of Miles Vorkosigan's parents, parents. Yes. and Miles Vorkosigan himself. Yeah. And uh, I didn't, like, starting this off, I was like, oh, this is a, you know, pretty good kind of retro I science fiction. I enjoying the Shards of Honor. Yeah. Quite well, well, Falling Free and then Shards of Honor and Barriar and stuff like that, because yeah. that's the that's the chronological order. It's Falling Free, Shards of Honor, Barriar, and then The Warrior's Apprentice. So you get to you get to book four before you ever actually get to Miles Vorkosigan. No, actually, I think it's at the end of uh, uh, end of Barriar. That's it. So at the end of Barriar, yeah. suddenly they're like, and look, here's our son, and there's sort of like end of one like epilogue chapter or whatever it was, sort of like, and he's running off and he's not very well. He's disabled this little kid, and I was like, all oh, right, and I was like, oh right, we're reading this, and most people who read this already know who Miles Vorkosigan is right. so him turning up at the end of this one mm. but I had no connection with like Miles Vorkosigan yeah. a side thing no not I, even a side thing just haven't met him yet um, I but just, it, so it's a bit like the uh, Star Wars prequels where they're like hey and look at this person and so I'm like yes Chewbacca do this kind of stuff and you're like wow why has that character got a, why is that char- why is Yoda naming Chewbacca like what's he got to do with anything and yeah. uh, you only have the connection if you've seen the the previous the, the, books, yeah. yeah. Uh, movies. Yeah, movies. Um, case, yeah. yeah, so I just, uh, I, I literally just sat down and remembered, oh, you, we are now going to talk about a book. Uh, and I had the, had the uh, like, really blurred memory. Oh, yeah. I have this book somewhere. Yeah. Now I went to my iBooks yeah. library and there I found all the um, Louis Master Bajol books. Yeah, but not uh, this Shards one. Shards of Honor. Yeah. Then I have The Mountain of Morning. Yeah, yeah, that was like a short story or something. That was like a novella that's yes. put in there. Maybe I'll find and it And then here. I have The War Game. Yep. And, and w- guess what? What? The book we're talking about is in my library. Oh, really? So uh, if you say, read it, I'm going to read it. I, Depends on what we're going to talk about. I say, again, as a spoiler for what I think about this book, I say, don't not read it. In other words, so read, read it. it. <laughs> so, no, here's the thing. I, the, the only reason... Oh, this is actually good. The only reason I decided to listen to this as, as an audiobook is because I wanted, like, we talked about the uh, the Vanished Birds and had these other series and trying these different things out. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think I mentioned in a previous episode that Audible is now trying out kind of the Netflix model. In other words, you're not just getting one credit per month. You do get a credit per month or in whatever Audible uh, trial or go to audibletrial.com. What subscription model you SFB have. Yeah. Yeah. The subscription that I have is a one credit per month. Yeah. But now they've said, and also you can just credit free without spending a credit without spending any extra money we'll just give you these other books you can just put them in your library mm. at any time that you want and try them out that's great and uh, so I look through those books to think which which are the books that I would like to just try out and I realise that the entirety of the Vorkosigan saga is, is just there. there for free oh, wow. if you've got my level of I think I've got a gold level Audible subscription okay do you um, think that's related like depend on what kind of Audible yeah maybe it's because I've been there for a long time but I think it's just are. if you get an Audible subscription they 
you get one credit, which is all like the new releases uh, a credit. You know, you need yeah. a credit for the new releases yeah. and some bucks. But yeah, then there's this Volkosigan saga just all listed there. And I was like, all right, so I'll add some of those to my library. But That's I couldn't sweet. remember which one was coming up next. Yeah. Um, and I think this is because like for me, I like when I had when I was going for two books per month, when yeah. I had the premium or platinum thing with Audible, yeah. two books per month, I kept on having like lots of credits left over. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm spending quite a bit of money, but it's not about the money. It's just sort of like, you know, you got to use the credits up. I think you can only take, you can only have like six credits hanging out and yeah, then you yeah, start yeah. losing then, them. They don't yes. give you more credits. Yes. Um, so in this case, I, uh, so I, I went down to 12 uh, per per year or you know whatever it is yeah, yeah. one one per month yeah. but that wasn't quite enough so then I was always topping it up and like every year I'd get like two or three <laughs> extra, extra like yeah. th- no I, you buy you can buy three credits extra so every year okay. I would be getting I would buy another three credits and then maybe another three credits so I was always topping myself up with the credits because one per year but now I realise oh I don't need to do that yeah um, I can you just, can just look in the I library just look at it. and there. also it's great because normally when I would spend like when I'd get a book I would start listening to it get an hour in and yeah. then just like you know come to a grinding halt at chapter eight or whatever it was like it happened with that um uh what was it the the follow-up to harrow the ninth oh yeah uh, gideon no gideon the ninth was, was the, yeah harrow hark the ninth or yeah. harry the ninth um and then i just return the audiobook and it always feels bad oh i'm returning no i'm returning the book and getting my credit back and spending it on something else i did that with yeah. the um what was it called a thousand doors of summer or whatever that book was as well i started and I'm just like ah this just isn't gripping me yeah um, wasn't it a thousand doors of january no yeah yeah that was it thousand doors <laughs> of january where's summer come from anyway there, there must be something else about summer um so i tried out a few of these other books you know ones which have been nominated for hugos and nebulas this year yes. and yes. they just didn't click with me and it always felt bad sort of like using credit oh and i'm gonna, gonna get that credit back well not bad but like it doesn't feel like a satisfying thing like i have to like if i want to read actually an audiobook that i like yeah. i have to decide right I'm going to stop reading this one, return it, get another book and go through to the end of that. But right. now with these credit-free books, it's sort of like, oh, this wouldn't be a book that I would normally read or spend a credit on because yeah. these credits are like $15 each for a credit or however much it works out to be per month. Right, right. Like 12 12 euros 99 or whatever I spend per month on these yeah. credits. Um, but this is totally free. So when we were reading the Vorgate or these Vorkosigan stories and we got to the Vorgame and I was like, nah, didn't really do it for me. I like, don't think I ever read that one. It, no, I think we did, but it was like did diminishing it? returns. Let me actually have a look at the uh, episode. Uh, it certainly is in my library, and this says here it's, it's new, so I haven't. <laughs> the war game or set yeah, again? The, the, the war game. The war so game. So I haven't looked into that. Well, book. maybe I started it and got through to the end, and like I don't really remember anything about it. Let me just quickly, yeah. quickly look on the series here, and I'll see see what I think. Because I think what happened was, uh, yeah, Vorkosigan Saga, the first one, um, Shards of Honor, was uh, was four stars, and then. Then yes. The Warrior's Apprentice, uh, which is like 2.5 stars, Falling Free, 3.5. Actually, I don't know why it's... Oh, it's because I... Mm, yeah, it's because it isn't listing it in the publication, uh, the, in the order. But really, it was just dropping off. I was like, oh, yeah, Shad's Fair Honor and Barrier, like pretty good, like three and a half, yeah. four star books. I have good, rem- good memories. War Game, I gave 1.75 stars oh, to. That's because why it I just, didn't read I it. Find, <laughs> I found Miles Vokosigan... Uh, pretty infuriating yeah um so uh, yeah so didn't i didn't really want him. to spend any more time with him well it wasn't that i Would, think that's what kind of what do we said. i want to spend an entire audible credit yeah. to read another book because they're quite short it doesn't feel like i'm getting a proper fill yeah. of book yeah um but now it's free i was like yeah no oh, problem it. It, this is a nine and a half set again is the next one in the chronological order which is actually this podcast what it's about isn't it yeah that's what this podcast is about 
and it is totally fine. And the reason why I can say it's totally fine is because I didn't spend any money on it. Yeah. But that isn't always a guarantee. For example, I want to just like at the start of this, I just want to contrast this with um, the John Scalzi book. I know I've talked about it quite a lot before, <laughs> but his uh, Last Emperor's book and his in his uh, whatever that series was, the Interde- Interdependency yeah. Interdependency series. I can totally see that with that book, he is going for this kind of story, like right. you know. Political maneuvering, different empires, mm. interactions, and all that kind of st- you know that kind of thing. Yeah. This is this is what he's aiming for with that series. He is totally going for the Vorkosigan saga fan readers to go. <laughs> oh, and here's my new series with these quirky characters. One, this person swears a lot. This person is having sex quite a bit, and this person, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and there's you know there's an emperor and an empire, and you know some kind of noblemen, lots of noblemen scheming against each other. Right. That is exactly what we have here with Vorkosigan saga. Oh, okay. Um, oh, especially in this book. But this book things actually happen we read oh, about people doing something have action yeah a- a- people have action there's fights there's like again i don't want to get into what i hated about that but for that book which i probably gave 0.5 stars to <laughs> this one feels like in relation to that sort of like oh if that's what he was aiming for here's lewis mcmaster bajold actually doing it like setting the state <laughs> like setting the template for this kind of you know precocious young people like getting one over on the emperor or whatever they're gonna right, do right and it feels like you just go all oh, right this is the uh, text of that this kind of oh, this series is is what they're and aiming for john scalzi uh, totally failed and while this isn't really what i'm looking for in my science fiction this yeah. book was a perfectly fine way to, like of, of of reading it and right just want to talk a little bit about my reading experience of this is that i got this as an audiobook right rover gardner is a very good audio audiobook narrator great no problems there at all he just he can read it through also um i'll put it this way when i'm normally going out on, my, on a bike ride or doing any jobs or anything yeah. like that yeah. if i have to use my brain even slightly i can't listen to audiobooks because it's too it's too distracting, too distracting. Yeah. because i'm like all right who's talking now oh that person's talking yeah. now okay we've we've changed is, it, is this a new chapter like yeah, I, you yeah, can yeah. miss a line and suddenly the, the scene changes or a really important really bit of information where, where, what's yeah. going on so i'm like oh who's talking now did someone arrive in this conversation yeah. like just a little lapses and i don't find that with podcasts because they're normally like convers- like us it's just a conversational yeah. kind of thing if you if i if you just like skip the next minute of this podcast you're not going to miss anything like crucial to understand another- yeah another person in the yeah, conversation yeah. there's not going to be nobody else is going to come along there's not going to be any massive revelations or no. anything like that it's just kind of like that and i realized that this is what i could do normally when i'm driving somewhere yes listening to a podcast if i'm doing washing up or housework hoovering anything like that yeah. i can listen to an audiobook no problem but as soon as i'm doing anything like fixing something or like that i can't do it like a podcast or music is what i need to go to yeah because then your your brain sometimes concentrates on actually what you're doing yeah and then in that time it can't at the same time follow what's going yeah. on and if it's important if, I think, oh, if, if all the podcast hosts suddenly start laughing or something yeah. interesting yeah just skip back a minute and listen to it again no problem at all um also when i'm laying in bed and i'm wanting to sleep audiobooks are perfect because it kind of like that one mind concentration it yeah. doesn't let my brain go out into different areas and to think about oh what what am i doing at work or what do i need to do this or what do i need to fix you know all the things yeah. that take over your brain yeah a, an audiobook or a novel is enough to sweep all of that aside to not think about oh I was playing PUBG earlier and I should have done this at the end and yeah. I came second and it's if like I'd have done this like your brain is being engulfed into engulfed that in yeah. 
This this audiobook of Setaganda mm. it was podcast level listening to me. In Ooh. other words, there is one viewpoint character, which is Miles Volkozak, and it right. starts with him. There's never a single moment where he go where it switches to anybody else. Okay. There is no time skipping forward. Every yeah. chapter just picks up where the last chapter ended off. Oh, like sort of yeah. like it's all like, and then like the next day they were doing yeah, this, yeah, but yeah. like there's nothing infamous, nothing like nothing, nothing is has skipping, happened. Nothing is there's changing. no. It's all in chronological order. There's yeah. no like, oh, let's go back in time and fill in here like this. Yeah. Also, every single thing is stated out loud. Yeah. Like there's no subtlety to it at all, yeah. which yeah. is fine because it's all in one person's head. It's sort of like, oh, Miles Vakozuga noticed this and then he noticed that. He then repeats, or the, the author repeats every piece of information like three times yeah. and you get through so to the end. if you miss one, you it, get it It doesn't matter, twice you're going to pick it up again like that. And I realize, oh, that's why these books are just so comfortable to read and that's yeah. why they have a lot of fans and people just like, just, you know, spend the next Audible credit on the next book, yeah, yeah, pick yeah. up the next one. A new one's published, great. Loads of fans get to it because it it's like the definition of comfort reading yes. or comfortable non-challenging reading it, I'm not to say like the themes aren't challenging or the ideas aren't challenging or anything like that but the reading experience there's mm. no, there's nothing challenge, challenging about the reading experience I finished yes. this book and I switched back over to my continuing reread or re-listen to the um, Hyperion yeah. and I'm like oh right okay this that, is that this is like to, the opposite uh, of that yeah, yeah. no I, I want to say um, yeah. after the Vanished Birds that we just finished yeah. um, I went back to uh, the, the library app because I got another the book that was mm. ready for me to to lend yeah to lend, borrow to borrow yeah <laughs> yes um, the murderbot series yeah is, the murderbot series and yeah. it's, it's short books and i don't want to spend uh, 10 years on a really really short book so i'm getting them from the library whenever yeah. they are available yeah and this one was then available and it's it's the same thing yeah. you have one character you're spending the time with them yeah. there's no uh, figuring out how the timeline works because you keep switching between future past and present yeah. or something like that it's 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 comfortable yeah following along i can i'm mostly reading it just before going to bed that's kind of when my uh, concentration span yeah. is exactly in this to novella time, length in this, yeah a chapter of a novella of, yeah, yeah in this frame of reading and it's not challenging so i'm i'm actually going forward in yep. the book it's not like i'm reading one quarter of a, a paragraph and then falling asleep because my yeah. brain can't deal with all the complexity yeah and i think this is exactly what this but, series is like yeah it's like that so i was out the other day on my bike and i yeah. had my new camera with me and i was trying to get some shots and stuff like that so it wasn't just that i was biking and cycling and doing the things yeah. which you normally have to pay attention like because if you don't you flip over your handlebars like the track <laughs> the trail i was doing there it's like you saw it on the video it's yeah. really tricky yeah. and i was videoing it and then i was placing the camera around and getting these things and there was never a moment where doing all of that technical filming stuff was too much to concentrate on the book because the book just wasn't and this was like in the end stretch of the book like yeah. the whole conspiracy theory was being revealed and the action sequences are happening but you kind of knew before what's which just a fun adventure it's yeah. like a mystery conspiracy adventure story okay. so what it is is that miles Vakozigan at the end of the previous book was is uh he's like this guy who's got this i was going to say genetic disorder but he makes it very clear it's not genetic it's, he was he was poisoned before birth in right. his mother's womb yeah and then came out and his legs don't work properly he's really small he's stunted yeah um and uh, and yeah so he's like this little dwarfy kind of character um let's say a small and, person well um, no because he's he yeah okay he's a small person but also he's like his legs break really easily and all that kind right. of stuff so yeah, yeah. he's a uh, is the congenital disorder. Maybe that's the word for it. I don't know. It's not genetic. I don't know. Congenital yeah. means in, from in from before birth, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I think it does. 
Okay. I don't know. Whatever. So anyway, small, small person, very weak, pretty ugly, but very, very clever. All of his, uh, his, all of his D and D stats have gone on to charisma and intelligence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, yeah. So he's he's doing that kind of stuff. At the end of the previous book, they pretty much sort of like, well, to stop you getting into trouble, you, we're going to just give you a special assignment. You're going to get. You're going to be. This is going to be your ship, and you're just going to be a special messenger for the emperor right. and for your father, who's the prime minister or whatever like yeah. that. So if ever they need to send anybody anywhere. We'll this just send you. you and that kind of stuff. I, I remember him being like really get a trouble uh, person, yeah. getting in trouble a he lot. He does, of course, he gets into trouble a lot. Okay. So at the start of this book, him and cousin Ivan um, are sent to a funeral. Uh, they said, okay, the, the next empire over, the Setagandan Empire. Right. Is, uh, there's a barrier and barrier, and then Setaganda, which is like the, the the empire, the star empire over. They've got eight planets or whatever. Yeah. And the um, the mother of the emperor of Setaganda has died, and they're right. like, all right, we need some random. Representatives. Noble, we need some representatives yeah. of the military, yeah. um, of the nobility, and yeah. of the government. All right, you two go over there, meet up with the um, meet up with the uh, like the uh, what do you call it, like the uh, consulate over there, right. the emb- uh, the ambassador. Yes. And then you're gonna you're gonna give these gifts. You're gonna be there for the new D- crowning. Diplomacy. Like you're, you're gonna be there mission. for the yeah. You're gonna be for, so it's a diplomatic like stay out of yeah. trouble and whatever happens, don't cause a fuss because you know we want to stay on good yeah, terms with right. that. And they get sent over there immediately. Like literally, they turn up at the space station and they're like bit something. Somebody's trying to pin them on something and they keep it secret. So the whole of the book is sort of like, oh, we got this thing. What is this thing? This widget. We got to decide what this widget is. And we were attacked, but don't tell anyone. And then somebody else dies and stuff like that. Like oh, okay. Ooh. And that was the person who. Like, like, you know, who Ooh. was who we had contact with earlier, but yep. nobody knows we had contact with them earlier, yep. but they might do. And so then it's the whole thing of Miles Vorkosigan trying to work out what's going on, yep. where he fits in with it. If he is being framed or if Barriar is being framed or if somebody wants to cause trouble, a diplomatic incident between Barriar and Setaganda or Setaganda right. and Barriar. And yeah. of course, all of this turns out to be true. And they meet lots of people. The policeman yeah. comes, a police investigator on the other side comes over and he's always trying to sweet talk people. And in the end, uh, he wins because, of course, he does. And um, <laughs> Which yeah. is what we want because Which is what we, we want. are on the... Miles Wachowski's side, and it's really—I realize all of these books—they—they they kind of set up in a way, which is that it's like James Bond, you know, like James Bond starts off, he starts an adventure, gets into trouble, has to get himself out of trouble, and then by the end, everything kind of re- magically resets back to normal, and he leaves, and then he goes off into the into the, uh, in the into the distance with whatever love interest he got there. But of course, I realized right. when I was doing this, like as I was thinking about this, sort of like, oh, everything's being reset. I was like, ah, but also in this case, James Bond is actually split into two characters. Miles Volkosigan, uh-huh. which is all the brains He's of the, the brains. operation, and then cousin cousin Ivan, who is Who's the tall, the... blonde, good-looking guy, who is just sleeping the his muscles. way through. What? Oh. No, well, kind of the muscle. Yeah, at the start, you know, when when this altercation starts, like yeah. Miles is like, oh, uh, fight, and of course Ivan yep. <laughs> comes in it, comes in it. So yeah. you've got this character which is split in, like the James Bond. If you want to think of it this way, this James Bond character is split into two. Mm. One person who's tall, good-looking, sleeps with all the women, and <laughs> does some action when needed, and is pretty good with a gun and with a fight yeah. and the other guy and but he doesn't know anything like the, the, all the time they're talking oh he's really dim he's only he's only here as the eye candy or whatever like that <laughs> and then you got Miles Miles himself who is the brains doing all the investigation and meeting up with people and doing yeah. all of the espionage kind of stuff right um and at one point they're like, right, uh, you know, when they're like, all right, let's get these, let's get these Barriarans under heel. And of course they kidnap Ivan and he's sort of like, wait, yeah, it was me. I was the one who was playing you all, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. going on. So you got some fun things going on there as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like, it, 
it, it's that same kind of thing. The science fictional elements are kind of very bare. No, I wouldn't say they're very bare. What the science fictional element is like the world building of Setaganda, which is sort of like this empire which is built based on like the aristocracy and the leaders of the army being mm. like these levels of power there and they're all genetically modified and it's all about the genetic modification of the of the men and the women and the like eunuchs like the non-gendered people who serve them and right. uh, and also the women the the the, the, the different levels um I've got different names, and the highest level are the the haute level. In other words, the like the high in French. Is it haute? Like haute oh, cuisine? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> but in it's, it's haute. Uh, it's pronounced. I don't know how it's spelled, but I'm, that's what it feels like. The high level is the haute. Okay, I will tell you how it's spelled. Was it? I will tell you. H o u t. I guess yeah. that's how it's spelt in French. H-A-U-T. H Is that what I said? I was going to say H-O. H-O. Oh, sorry. I meant H-A-U-T. Yes, I know how it's spelt, but I only ever heard it. Yeah. Like, I didn't see it written. I only right. ever heard it. And he was saying it, Hote Woman. And I was like, is that, is he mispronouncing, like, ho, oh. ho cuisine, like that? Haute cuisine. cuisine and stuff like yeah. that. Like that. So, whatever. Yeah. The I highest. Will, I, will, I will look into the book and okay, I'm well, pretty sure you already I will have get it. across it. Um, so, they, they all go around in these globes, in these yeah. white, shiny bubble globes to be protected. Oh, I want a globe around myself. Yeah, it would be really good in today's yeah. world. And they're yeah. like, well, no, if you tap on it, they, they can't hear, like, no, no sound of it. So, it's like a, Ooh. you know, it's like those force fields, like a, a single yeah. force field like that. And they can turn them on and off to reveal themselves in public. But then, like, mm. they always say, oh, you never talk to them directly. Always. Uh, always address the women via the men. Um, so you say, okay, the men. Well, no, but there's um, the thing. So it's when like you're talking very, about the themes of the book, very much a caste system. No, well, no? that's the whole point. Is that as you dive into it, you're like, okay, who is actually the most powerful people here? And that's the whole point okay. of the book is okay. that as it goes along, spoilers, out as well the as maybe the women are running the show and the men aren't and, yeah. you know, and all that kind of stuff. So mm. it starts off and Miles has very, very strong feelings about how sexist society is. Yeah. And as he goes through, he's sort of like, hmm, OK, maybe I need to maybe. look at this other way. But the sexism is actually is all based on classism, really, because right. it, it even says at one point in the book that to be a hot, you think of yourself as hot before you think of yourself as male or female or okay. uh, non-gendered. Okay. Um, so it's sort of like a whole cast, yeah. And it, it, the sexism—they're they, playing—they're playing gender roles, but the power is very much in the caste and class and economic system rather than in the male versus female okay. kind of system there. And the and the science fiction comes from the spaceships and the nope, modifying modifying people. It's mostly about the genetics and the and the the, the genetic manipulation of people and these uh, and the yeah, like I say the world building because like the entire empire, this eight planet empire, is. Sort of like there's a very very narrow peak at the top of this yes. where the powerful people are and okay. they say oh we're, all the action takes place like in the royal palaces there the moon gardens or whatever it's called the lunar gardens I can't remember um, and right. uh, it's sort of like this you know this canopy this dome and it's like these pleasure gardens yeah and then they say and then there's a city which extends for 50 kilometers in every direction and it ju that just doesn't matter because that's just where the the proles the proletariat are, are over there like nobody really cares about them it's just this okay. like this peak of society here as well right but you know Miles Vakosidin is very happy at that peak you know bad mouthing the emperor and all that kind of stuff yeah. because he is uh, the friend childhood friend of the emperor son of the oh, prime oh, minister yeah. Yeah. talk about talk about privilege and that's kind of what oh, yeah. I didn't like about this book but again the previous books were sort of like uh, like this insufferable kid who is just you know 
snotty-nosed and, you know, obnoxious all the time. And yeah. he is in this book as well. Yeah. But, like, he's on a diplomatic mission and it kind of fits in that you want to send someone how, who's old. How old is he supposed to be like in this Like, 22 or something like oh, that. Okay. So he's still pretty young. Mm. He's had oh, 20... Early 20s, I'd say. Mm. Same as Ivan. And he's had his, he's had his uh, info... Uh, security briefings, and he's like a, a, a and that kind, that kind of like, is he there? Is he there in a diplomatic position, or is he there on like a secret mission from the emperor? Mm-hmm. And of course, he's not on a secret mission from the emperor, but like he's trying to pass that off at some points that he is. And right. they're like, but we weren't told about that. Is sort of like, ah ha ha, yeah, you weren't told that I was on a secret mission, were you? Because it's secret. <laughs> I wouldn't be able. To... So all of that kind of stuff goes on. Okay. All right. So one final note that I made here, which is the gender pronouns. I said before, there's some non-gendered characters. Yeah. Yes, and they're eunuchs, to, you call them. Well, eunuch, eunuch is in like, they're not, they didn't used to be men and then had the balls chopped off to look after the harem or anything like right. that. They're actually genetically engineered to be, that they, that they can't pass on their uh, high quality genes to anybody else, if you know uh. what I mean. Um, but they're always re- referred to as it. And we talked about this before. Yeah. They're sort of like, it was doing this, it was doing that. And, and I don't want to get into gender pronouns uh, for non, uh, like, uh, non-binary or non-gendered pronouns here, but it felt very, very dehumanizing. Yeah, very. this is the first question I had to you when you yeah. said, oh, there are people called it. Yeah. Uh, it felt to me like you you use this if there's a, like an android or like a, a robot yeah. element included. I would say it is if they have no either no conscious or sentience or free will or anything like that. And these people do. It's very, very clear that these are entirely humans. humans. Yeah, these yeah. are properly humans. So in that case, I, w- I would prefer someone go back and edit this book to replace it with they or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or, um, or V or V. When or did v- this book come out? This is like, oh, actually, I can just look because I've already got the uh, the Vorkosigan saga. Um, September first published 1995 so oh, this book is a 25 year old book yeah. and this is the, literally the only thing that really stands out to me to like date it like this book if this book had like slightly different slightly different treat- treatment of gender and slightly different pronouns for these non-gendered characters yeah um it would it could have been written yesterday like it could have been written this year right like it so feels like timeless it, it feels very timeless and right. again that's probably why these books they stay popular because yeah. there's literally nothing offensive in there at yeah. all yeah. it's but this is sometimes like i can only ever read the in a row this yeah. many challenging books until yeah. i really need a break with something where i can just relax into just like Yeah. Get get well, the stuff. Thing. I didn't read me. this as a challenging like I like challenging books, but in this case, I just wanted to try out one of these free books. Like right. it wasn't like, oh, I specifically really wanted to read this one. Yeah. But you know, if they're free, these are now these next few books are in my library. Maybe in a few weeks' time or in a few months' time or in a year's time or something, I'll just be like, Oh, I I don't want to I don't feel like spending an audible credit on anything. Yeah. Uh, let's just pick up the next book, Brothers in Arms or whatever it is. Actually, let me let okay. me have a look here. So do you think I can skip the war game? Ethan of Athos. Here's the thing. The oh yeah, one second. Can you? My my issue is I have almost no memory of the war game at all. Right. I barely remember anything about the Warrior's Apprentice. All right. I remember is that something happened, space battle, something, something. Miles Vakorzigan uses his obnoxious mouth to just lie to people and cheat people yeah. and get out of a situation, and he's rewarded at the end Convenience, of it. Convenience, I yeah. think, a lot oh, of yeah, 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 that's the thing. Very convenient. It's very, yeah, and in this book as well, like, he gets into action, and it's very convenient that the thing that he needs to get out is just lay there, and he gets into some other trouble, and it's just very convenient that he thinks of exactly the right thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember. The thing is, I remember now reviewing it, saying, 
doing everything. Well, that's very convenient <laughs> for Miles. I think that's um, I think that's his superpower. Miles Lokozogun's superpower is that he's just con- everything is very convenient for to, him. Yeah. Like he just he in this book he has to use his brain a lot and he has to convince people, but he always finds the right words to say. Yeah. Like nobody ever just like at one point he gets beaten up, but it didn't feel like a it doesn't feel like a a, a defeat for him when he gets mm. beaten up because he's not a physical character. Mm. Like nobody ever gets one in the whole book. Nobody gets one over on him. Mm. There's never even that moment in the in the James Bond movie where he goes in and he looks around like, oh, this is all a bomb. It's all going to explode. Mm. I thought that I thought this was where the woman was going to be. I was had came in here to save the woman, but it's actually a bomb. And the woman's else. There's not even that moment. The woman set me up. Yeah, it's uh, well. Yeah. It, there's, there's never a moment where anybody gets one over. He can be confused. He don't, might not know what's going on. Yeah. But when addressed, he always thinks of the right thing to say, and it does get a bit tiring, and it's not the fantastically interesting however there's nothing bad about this book yeah if and you go so, in with it knowing that this is how it's it's completely things, mindless yeah it's completely brainless it's a fun mystery fun conspiracy some fun adventure and it's three stars that's it like but not a bad three stars like a slightly above average but oh, a three star, not 2.5 no not 2.5 no this is this is because i think some of these other books in this series would be a 2.5 book right. which is just sort of like yeah this isn't a it's a oh yeah huh. Like, but it's not like a, oh yeah, or a, hmm, yeah, it's not like a, I think we should get away with the stars and just write like, yeah, but compared to, like I say, John Scholes's last Emperor's, which is like a, this is very much of a just a, like a, so three stars, which is, four stars is like, uh, so that's about it's it. It's such a pity that people can't see your facial My expression. Motions with this. Hand motions. So that's it. Um, nothing really else to say about it because it's it's a <laughs> it's a fucking Volkozigan book. Yes. It so, you don't need to say anything. But Miles Volkozigan, obnoxious, as, as, privileged as is, kid yeah. with, a, with a loud mouth and a quick mind. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's handy that he's got a quick mind because the author like can all every every other time like if any anything comes along. Can say like she oh, was. But she, she was knows how to get out. She just happens she's to be from, it's very convenient. She's from Canada. Isn't she? Is she? Oh, no idea. No. I, um, I mean, I guess I, I could click on her. I could click on. For some uh, reason, I, I had Canada um, in my head. Ohio State University. Oh no, oh. that's where she's. A, she was an engineering. Oh, she was the daughter of an engineering professor at Ohio State University. So yeah, American. American. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's it. So you're gonna keep uh, listening in, in uh, to the. Uh, to the books from time to time in that Maybe. library. If they... And you're going to put some other books in between. Yeah, I'm not going to now go straight into Ethan... <laughs> well, what was it called? I just said it. Uh, Ethan of Athos. Okay. Here's the thing. Oh, that's actually quite... And this is the thing, that's a six-hour audiobook. And to spend a credit on that, meh, not really. But six hours. I could get through that in like two days. Yeah. Of, of, uh, yeah. of a, or one car journey, like one long car journey. Yeah, Although yeah, we don't yeah. drive anywhere these days, do we? Um, well... We're not doing lots of things yeah, these days. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Borders of Infinity, Brothers in Arms, uh, Mirror Dance, Memory. There's quite a lot of these books, and it goes all the way up to book 17. So I'm like seven books into a 17-book series. Um, and the last one was released in 2016. So, you know, I guess they're still still hmm. ongoing. Okay. Well, I'm um, after now reading the, I don't know, the fifth Murderbot book... Yeah. Um, after that, I might uh, I might re- read this. 
Yeah. Because it's, I have it, it's the there. Is, I don't know. If, if I'd have read this, like if I'd have taken a break after reading the previous book, no, after reading two books ago. So if I'd have taken a break at The Warrior's Apprentice mm. and then had like a six-year gap or however long it's been since we read these last ones yeah. until I read The Vore Game, maybe I'd have enjoyed The Vore Game a bit more. You know, okay, maybe I just need a longer break between Miles Vokosikin books. Right. Because he's annoying. <laughs> so maybe I go and read The Vore Game. I have it here as well. Okay, well, yeah, I say... Check it out. Okay. Check it out. Again, I don't remember what I didn't like about it to only give it 1.5 stars. Uh, no, what did I give it? There reasons. The Vore Game, 1.75 stars. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. But if it's 1.75, oh, maybe you, sometimes you, you give it... I think it... you must have read it. I think you did read it. Yeah, because that's, that rating yeah, look generally at this. only... Look at this picture. We're both holding up the book. Back in... Uh, in where was this in 2013 so it's been like seven years august 13th maybe i didn't finish you <laughs> did read it you luke and juliana re review mountains of morning and the vore game so yeah we we uh, we did it we did both of them okay at the same time okay well because I, the, I think the, the mountains of morning is just a is yeah, a short, is, is short a, thing uh, i will um one. i will look into it and if i then start remembering why just something was wrong one. then i just go to the next one yeah. because because if it's already in your feels, library it obviously feels like it it can be read as uh, not a continuous no these are all again this is this is chronological order publishing order this was like written way later than other books and yeah. stuff like that okay in the public publication order this is yeah shadow writers look something went wrong oh really yeah hmm. yeah this is actually quite low down in the this is quite late uh in the uh, in the publication order. In fact, so late I can't even find it. Oh. oh. Find set. Oh, but yes, this is book nine in publication order and book seven in chronological order. Oh yeah, here it says the Vorkosigan series: Falling mm -hmm. Free, Shards of Honor, Baraya, The Warrior's Apprentice, The War Game, yeah. Setaganda. That's it. That's Eden it. Of Athos. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. Let's uh, let's wrap it up there. We've talked. Uh, we've waffled for the last three minutes of like, shall we read the next book? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you read this one, and then we'll see in the future. I, we're I like, will. hey, do we feel like a completely mindless? Not. I wouldn't say mindless, <laughs> but non-challenging. Turn read off your brain. In between. Yeah. That is. I need that. I yep, do sometimes need I need these that books. Too. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. That's uh, it. One, one more thing. thing oh, okay. Again, I, I really want. Up. Yes, that's part of the wrap up now. I really want to thank the patrons again, the oh, yes. people who who give us little bits of money. I am so grateful for these kind yeah. of little uh, bits of gratefulness. No, not yeah. gratefulness. Of um, what's the word? If you hum gratitude. No, the person giving the money. Um, they are. Generosity. Yes. Little bits of generosity. Yes. I just wanted to say that is like it's every time we say this is very genuine yeah. and uh, it's true. Like for example, yeah. now like we we just we spend that uh, we spend that Patreon money on like the extra microphone stand for Juliana, which is really handy. Which is very handy. It's now on springs and uh, e easy for Juliana to. Uh, Uh, put in front of a place and stuff like yes. that. We've got a few other things that we want to do here in the studio. But also, yeah, it just just makes it easy just to go, oh, shall I get this book? Yes, totally yes, fine. Exactly. And so thank you very much to all our Patreon supporters who support us at patreon.com forward slash Luke Burge. Most of the stuff that I post there is about juggling because that's really what we set it up for. Because yeah. I I guess I was a professional juggler. Am slash was it's it. It's really it, hard. Continuing in, in on to currently, be... Currently, like, when yeah. is the threshold? When is the cutoff point when you say, when like... Did it, how long do I not have to be working to... Yeah. When was my to, last to show? Like, yeah. oh, I'm actually not a professional artist. Well, again, artist. this year, 2020, is is pretty is a pretty weird year for Absolutely. all of everyone's plans for everyone. and everyone's 
stuff like that. Yep. So that's it. Thank you very much. You can follow. Oh, let me quickly head over. I was going to have a quick look at the uh, Volkswagen Saga on Goodreads. Um, on Goodreads. Uh, Lindsay rated it four stars. Um, and uh, one thing I'm noticing through reading all of these back to back like this is that he's doing a, a full read, like a, a marathon read. Oh, is wow. that I'm getting a little sick of Miles. It's easy <laughs> enough to realize he's arrogant, annoying, and most ob- mostly obnoxious to the people around him while still being brilliant. But month after month feels a bit much. Still, it helps to know that where this series <laughs> ends up and he does eventually learn a little humility. And so, yeah, I have mm. the same kind of thing. It yeah. took me two books to get sick of Miles. Yeah, it, uh, or, or whatever it was, and this. So this it's the kind of thing that you needed. You read, put away, doses. read lots of other stuff, then come back to it. You think like, mm, this is yeah, we I know what we are getting, but for a book or two, yeah. I can I can stand it. Ryan rated it three stars. Uh, Tom Rowe rated it three stars. He said, I read this book once and thought it was okay. A couple of years later, I listened to the audiobook and it was better. Uh, not the best of the Vorkosigan novels, but not one of the worst either. So I think maybe, like I say, maybe the Vor game would just, it, that was like at a low for me. And lots of, most people are rating it like four, average. three and four stars. Okay, that's a few, cool. T- a few two stars down there as well. So uh, yeah, become my friend on Goodreads. Go to goodreads.com and sign up and, uh, and search me on there. And I can also see what you think about the books if we both read them, which is really great. And check out the uh, SFPRP listener group there if you want me to read a book. The best thing to do is post it there in the books I would like to see reviewed thread. Um, and that's a great one. Any episode feedback can go in there as well. There's a thread called episode feedback. So if you want to share your thoughts with other listeners, check it out. It's very low volume. You don't need to check this every day to keep up. Like there's, no. only, there's only like two messages a week or whatever it works out yes. to be on average. I sometimes go and have a look what, yeah. what has happened in the last month. <laughs> and there's like two, three messages or whatever. So you check yeah. that out too. All right, that's it. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Luke Burridge. Juliana is also on Twitter, J-U-K-U Berlin. And on we're both on Instagram. Yeah. If you don't want to just see juggling videos, you can follow me on Instagram at not juggling Luke, uh, where we post things about science fiction reading and biking and other food, things, food. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, check that out too. That's it for me. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>